mad you could really have before my dog. Welcome back. I'm Norianne and you're listening to my podcast, Cupid's Arrow Hurts More Than a Root Canal, brought to you by Eternally Bored Productions. Our guest today, and I'm really excited about this guest, is Vanessa Ann. Vanessa, welcome. Tell us how we know each other. Well, thank you. I've known you since I was six years old and you came into my life and stole the spotlight. I was the first grandchild and then you came. Well, that's a good thing. I made the world a better place. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> so, yes, we are cousins. Um, I tell a little bit about myself. Yes, I am, please. I am, I just turned 48. I'm just trying to remember how old I was. I just turned 48. Um, I've been divorced since 2004. Um, I had one love relationship you know for off and on for 10 years and then uh, I guess about four years ago I was extremely single um and I have a dog his name is Zuko and he is uh gonna be eight in August and he is the love of my life and I love him to death I think he's my soulmate and I rescued him when he was only two weeks old he was his mom left him in an ant pile and I I said I couldn't leave him like that he so I picked him up he had blisters from all the ants that had bitten him and so I doctored him and I fed him and I nursed him back to health and a lot of people said don't get attached you know he's not gonna make it young puppies like that don't make it and here we are eight years later <clears throat> so this is exactly why I have you on today's episode um, because having a dog when you live alone, it's like being a single mom. Yes. Um, and you can ask any dog lover and they'll tell you that it's like having their own kid. Yes. Um, so the dog, it can't cook for itself. It, it can't, you know, call you and ask you why you're running late from work. And it basically depends on you for, for everything. So you're, you're responsible for the well-being of basically another living creature. Yes. Um, so Zuko, um, how has Zuko enriched your life? So Zuko um, came into my life. Well, let me give you a little backstory. I did have one pet before when I was in my 20s. And I like to tell my friends, it's like when you have a kid in your 20s, you don't really care. You leave your child with whoever. You know, you 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 just, I guess, take it for granted. Um, and then when he passed away, when she passed away, I'm sorry, her name was Precious. Uh, she was a chihuahua after 10 years. Oh, it broke my heart. And... I never wanted another dog until I, my dog, I rescued him and he rescued me right back. And um, at that time, when I, when I was introduced to Zuko, when I found him, I was 40, in my 40s, and I wanted a child. And I've always felt that, you know, a child should be raised by a mom and a dad. And I didn't really want to do it on my own at that time. So he came into my life perfectly. And he gave me all those things that I guess the first time mom would feel so like he was the first um I was the first person that he heard because his ears were closed and his eyes were closed when I found him so I was the pers first person he heard I was the first person he saw um I remember him running see, running into the um no, actually he didn't run into it but he looked at himself his reflection in the sliding glass mirror uh window and he 
he like got scared and freaked out and then he kind of like looked at it like oh this is it's me it's me and and just realizing that to you know running and his first little bark and all those little things that you experience when you're a, a mom you know you get to experience with um I got to experience with Zuko you know all those little firsts mm-hmm. and I guess I grew attached to him really I mean a lot um and then you know uh, my mom had passed away when I was 25 um and so I had just me and my brother, I had, I do have a, uh, my father actually just passed away on May the 19th, but um, he, they were divorced. So he wasn't really in my life too much at the time. So um, it was just me and my brother. My brother lived out of town and um, my brother passed away. And my dog was the thing that kept me going because I knew that he needed me. You know, I couldn't, mm-hmm. he was a little bit, he grew aggressive. And so he had fear aggression. He has fear aggression. And so he, I knew nobody else was going to be able to control him. Nobody else would be able to take care of him. Nobody else was going to love him as much as I loved him. And so I, um, I stayed strong and I, and I, every day was a, a battle, but for six months I was in a really bad depression and he helped me because if not, I, you know, I might've given up on life, but I didn't. And I knew that I had to be here for him and uh, he changed my life and so he is a very big part of my life and I will do anything and anything no matter how it costs the price I will pay for him um, to live a long and happy life. So I remember when I first met Zuko I bottle fed him and even helped you name him yes, Zuko you did after name him. Danny Zuko from one of your favorite movies Grease yes. obviously. Um, he was such a cute little dog. He was. But now I can't even step into your house without <laughs> him trying to bite my face off. So tell me, how did he get to be that way? I don't know how he got to be that way. Um, At the time, I did live with someone, and they would babysit him. And he had a lot of guy friends. And um, I don't know, maybe they were played rough with him or something. All I know is one day I was out with my friends, and I got a call saying, hey, your dog just bit one of my friends. And I'm like, well, what happened? He's like, I don't know. He stuck his hand out to grab a piece of pizza, and he bit his hand. And from then on, and then from then on, he was, uh, uh, he would, he, whenever he would see a hand, he would bite it. And then um, a couple years later, when I lived um, in a house, of course, in every home I've ever gotten, I've had to make sure that there was a big yard for him and it was safe. Well, apparently one, um, one day it was really raining. The two pit bull, a pit bull and a rottweiler got through the, um, the fence and they, they got got in a fight and beat him up literally I mean he was almost at the brink of death and um and um I I thought that he would be a less I thought he would be what do you call that like intimidated and he would Mm -hmm. be shy because of that incident but it made it worse so that's where he just became really aggressive but once he gets to know you I mean he's a very cute dog he's a black he's a mutt but he looks like a black lab he's very cute little face and he looks at you like oh pet me and then you put your hand down and he will try to bite you so and then I told Nori he's never really tried to um I've walked with him she's been around him he really doesn't try to be aggressive with her because he hears her voice when I'm talking to her on the phone. He knows what she smells like, of course, because when we're hanging out, he can smell her perfume or whatever. So I think it's just a matter of time. But a stranger, those are the hard times. Like even dating, that's going to be a big thing for me with my dog. So speaking of dating, um, dating and having a dog is a challenge, I'm assuming. Um, What would you say are three negatives to having a dog? while dating do you does it hinder 
the person that you're going to be dating or who you choose to be dating or can you name a time when you've had an experience where your dog got in the way of your dating life well with my dog um i tend to he comes first so i guess the guys are the ones that get in the way of my life <laughs> i've um, enjoyed the life that i have and i'm used to it um it's me and zuko against the world um <laughs> And when I date people, I those are the first questions that I ask. You know, um, do you like dogs? How do you feel about dogs sleeping in the in your bed? How do you feel about dogs um, being just loose in the house? Because my dog is an inside dog. He's very well trained as far as he does not poop or pee in the house. Um, he's like a six-year-old vocabulary, I believe. He understands words. I can communicate with him, and he can communicate with me. Um, and so those are the things that I ask and a lot of times guys will be like oh yeah I'm cool with that that's cool yeah no problem but then you start dating them and you get into like after a month or so and and you want to introduce your dog to them and then you know they get scared you know and I've had a situation where I really like this guy I um I thought about yeah let's move in together let's do this and then he's like well you can move in but not your dog Mm -hmm. so that that was the end of that one um and then there's other ones where they're just like, oh, your dog scares me. And if they can't, I think I'm a full package deal. I think it's um, like in a single mom, I think it's you, you're choosing both of us. You're not just choosing me, you know? I'm not gonna get rid of my dog. I'd get rid of him before my dog, ever. Okay, so let's say you're on a date. You're having a really good time with this guy. Yeah. He asks you to stay over. What do you do? I say no, first of all, because I don't stay over on dates. However, if he was really hot <laughs> <laughs> and I was tempted, I still wouldn't stay over because I have never in the last, in the eight years that I've had my dog, um, ever been away from him. So he, I have a curfew. I get home at like 12, 1 o'clock. And even then, sometimes I try to come home earlier because I always think, well, what happens if I don't come home that day? You know, or there's an accident or somebody's uh, drink, drinking and driving and they hit me and I end up in the hospital. So I worry about his welfare. So I tend to be very cautious about certain things like that. And I really don't stay over um, at anybody's house. So do you feel that your daily life routine or schedule depends on all about of when you can let your dog out and when he can go pee and all of that stuff of course it does my my world revolves around him and i know a lot of people think that's unhealthy or they think i'm crazy for it but you know that's my happiness and um i my i my world does revolve around him i have cameras set up in my outside of the house he does have a dog door so he can come in and out as he pleases and it alerts me whenever he's outside so i can monitor him um and so I could technically be gone for 24 hours, but I wouldn't want to leave him alone, you know, by himself. I would, because I'm the only one he has. I wish that he would like other dogs, but he doesn't, so that he could have a friend or, you know, brother or sister to not be so lonely, but he doesn't get along with people, animals, the mailman. Has your dog ever gotten jealous of somebody that you were dating or brought over or introduced or? Um. I really, I'm, I'm, I've never really introduced him to a man. 
Um, I've introduced him to my aunt, which he loves her. Uh, my cousin, um, which is your sister, Marcy, mm-hmm. um, he loves her too. Um, my friends, um, some guy, uh, uh, my friend's husband has met him, and he's been okay with them. I think I'm the one that gets jealous because he likes to, he gets a, a, you know, he likes them because it's a different person talking to him, playing with him, and I, I'm the one that gets jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, would you say that if you meet the perfect man, he could be perfect to everything you're looking for, your soulmate, everything, but he doesn't like your dog? Is that a deal breaker for you? Of course, it is a deal breaker. Oh, well, so what if, not that I hope this happens anytime okay. soon, but what if one day you don't have your dog anymore? Your, your dog gets older, your dog passes away. I mean, are you going to change anything or regret anything that maybe you passed up on a good guy because you put your dog first? So I, um, a while back, again, like I said, I, when I was in my 40s, I wanted to have a child. And my father sat me down and said, you know what, Miha, it's okay. You don't have to be married to have a child. And I did um, try to do the artificial insemination thing um, and it just didn't work for me so then I I could adopt a child you know I could have went to the classes and did it but at that time I knew how my dog was and I made a choice it was I either I could have a child or I could give Zuko everything and that's when I made the decision that I'd rather give him everything than to have a child and so uh, my plan B is that when the day comes that Zuko is no longer with me, and I hope that's for many, many years, um, I will adopt a child. So I, that is my that is my goal. Um, as far as a guy, I am starting to date someone right now. Um, he's a really he's really good to me. He says he loves my dog. He says he wants to meet him, but I'm the reluctant one, not wanting to meet him yet. I think it'll take me some time for me to introduce him. I'm sure that once he gets to know him, he will. But my thing is, if he were to ever yell at my dog or try to spank my dog or reprimand my dog, I, I would, I would just, I would not, um, I would dump him. <laughs> so you're in a relationship now. He hasn't met the dog yet, but if he does meet Zuko and doesn't like him or spanks him or scolds him, then you're just gonna drop the relationship altogether. Uh, fortunately, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, you can get married in your 50s and 60s. <laughs> well, yeah, you can. You can. You know, and if you and I did have a really bad marriage um, you know, when I was younger. So I've already had the marriage. I've already had the wedding. Um, and it just didn't work out. And so the love that I feel for my dog is better than any relationship I ever had. And nurturing him and spending time with him and enjoying our lives together, I, I enjoy being single. You know, and it's really hard for me right now being in this relationship where they want to always be with me. And I'm like, you just saw me last week. Why do you want to see me again? So speaking of your relationship, <laughs> this is a relatively new relationship yes. for you. So tell me how you met him and uh, what you like about him. So I met him about two years ago. And actually, I was moving into a new apartment. And I was sweaty and my hair was a mess. I had no makeup on. And when I get hot, I get very red in the face and I had raggedy clothes on because <laughs> I was moving and I was at H-E-B and I remember getting dog food and a couple items and um, I bumped into an accident and I said oh I'm so sorry and and then I went to the other lane and then I saw him again and then I don't know I'm checking out and I think he was probably stalking me and he's like oh you have a puppy and I'm like yes a big dog thank you 
And, and so then I'm going to my car and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's stalking me. He's coming after me. And he's like, I'm, he's, I'm, excuse me. And he goes, I just think you're very beautiful and, and I would like to take you to dinner. You know, is it okay if can I take you to dinner? And, and I'm like, um, no. I said, but I'll give you my phone number because you just told me I'm beautiful and I look like hell. And um, so I gave him my number and, and the minute I got in my car, he's calling me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I... Um, I went out on a date with him, um, but he was very, he's Cuban, so mm-hmm. he's very passionate, very um, aggressively um, touchy-feely, but not in a rapist kind of way, <laughs> um, in a very affectionate way, but I mean, and I guess if like, I'm kind of jaded in the love area, so I tend to be very guarded, and I was like, yeah, no. And, and he would always tell me I'm so beautiful. And then when he saw me with makeup and my hair fixed, oh, my God, I thought he was going to, I don't know, faint. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, he just was too, he was too much for me at the time. And mm-hmm. I had just gotten out of a relationship, and I was still in love with someone, and I wasn't ready for that. And then here, you know, but I had, we had been become Facebook friends. I had to block him, block his number, because he was calling me all the time. And then a couple of months ago, I seen him, I saw his Facebook, and he was with a girl, and I was like, oh, how nice. You know, he finally met somebody. I'm really happy for him. And um, I kind of felt a little bit jealous, but then at the time, I was like, well, you know, he deserves to be happy. It's good. He found someone. And then come to a couple weeks ago, I reached out to him because I didn't see the girl on there, and I'm like, hey, hi, remember me? (laughs) And... uh, and then he's like, no, can you refresh my memory? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the girl you met at H-E-B. And um, he goes, oh, the one that blocked my number? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> he remembered you. <laughs> yes, he remembered me. And so we, um, we, we went on a date. He hadn't changed. He's still affectionate. But I guess at this time in my life, um, I realized that I'm ready for a relationship. I'm ready for love. Um, but I just got to be he, – he's very impatient. And I – thought I was impatient but he is so worse than me that now I understand how my cousin Noreen was always saying you're so impatient and now I know how she feels Mm -hmm. like I totally get it now good Um. I'm glad I taught you something (laughs) he's horrible (laughs) impatient (laughs) so if it was up to him we would be moving in together he would be Zuko's dad and we'd be getting married so he's open to like meeting Zuko and having Zuko in your relationship in your house and your everything yeah he wanted to meet him from the first day and but I'm the one that's not ready for that Mm. like that's a big step for me so you're going to have to come back on the show after he meets Zuko uh, okay. so we can find out if he destroyed his face or not, because <laughs> I would really would like to know that. Um, so what would be some advice that you would give to someone who's interested in dating someone who owns a dog like you own, like not necessarily just a dog they keep in the backyard or something, but a dog who is basically the center of their life, um, who they keep inside, who basically influences any decisions they make on a daily basis. What advice would you give to someone who is interested in dating somebody who owns a dog? I think um, male or female, because I do know some men that are that are just as loving dad parents as I am. Um, if somebody loves a dog, they love that dog. That's the one thing that's going to be consistent in their life. Guys and girls can come and go. So mm-hmm. if you cannot accept their dog, you, there's no way that they will let you in their life. So you would say that maybe the love, I guess your it's dog. It's deal. It's, it's unconditional love with, exactly. your, with your dog. And exactly. that's what makes the biggest difference, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want to thank you, for Vanessa, for being on the show today. Thank you. Um, and in the end, I feel that maybe 
anyone, whether it be you or anyone, will find that right person who will love your dog as much as you do. I hope so, yes. And everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. I hope so. So I wish you luck in this new relationship. Thank you. And like I said, you have to come back again and tell us how it went. I will. you met your dog. Um, Until next time, please visit my Instagram page at Cupid's Arrow or head over to Facebook at Cupid's Arrow Hurts More Than a Root Canal. Thanks for listening. So this is segment two on the opposing uh, argument or side, will you say, for someone who doesn't own a dog um, and what maybe my opinion might be on looking into your relationship with your dog and how it not only affects your dating life, but how it affects your just your regular life in general. So what questions do you have for me? So one of the questions I have for you is, um, of course, when I... Back to when I got divorced, at that time, Nori was hitting the clubs and going out with her friends. And um, so I tagged along and she was welcoming me into her little group of girls. And I really enjoyed it. They did a lot of, we did a lot of going out of town and um, just hanging out, going to clubs, going to concerts, going out to eat a lot. Um, and it was a very social time. Um, then once I got my dog, I think a lot of things changed in our relationship. Um, so I like to know, I, I know that you have a lot of anger towards that, maybe. So let's talk about why you feel that way. Or what were the things of, of me as being a dog mom and the way that I am with my dog, how it affected your life? Well, I've owned many dogs throughout my life, um, but never to the point where it was just me and my dog and I might revolve my life around my dog. Yes, I love dogs. I love animals, but to me, they're dogs. They're not humans. Um, I'm not going to have my dog determine the decisions in my life that I make. And I think there was times where I would invite you to go out or just you'd have you'd be you'd already be out with us and you'd have to leave early to go <laughs> let your dog out or something and to me I was like, really, Vanessa? Like, come on, like, that's your dog. Like, you know, I, I didn't understand how you let your dog control that much of your life um, Mm -hmm. and uh, how that was okay with you because I felt like you were really prohibiting yourself from living a a normal life Mm -hmm. or uh, missing out on opportunities because you were worried about your dog. Um, So it was very frustrating. I I still don't understand it to this day. Um, and, and to be honest, I don't invite you some places yeah, because I, I, I know that if you come with me, you're going to, we're going to have to leave early because yes. you got to go feed Zuko yes. or you got to go let Zuko out or, yes. and I don't want my life run by a dog. Right. That's just how I am. Maybe because I don't own a dog like you do. And, and it's not that much of a big part of my life. So maybe that's why I don't understand. And I know that you do have two dogs and, uh, and uh, some cats and <laughs> you love them dearly and buy them toys and mm-hmm. give them yes. treats and play with them. But I think that when Zuko came into my life, he filled a, a part of me that that I was missing for, like, having a child. He filled mm-hmm. that for me. And I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have a husband. So he filled that for me. So my world did revolve around him. And I guess until you actually – and, like, ladies, they say all the time when they have a child, um, you don't know what, what love really is until you give birth to a child or till you have your own child that depends on you 100%. And I feel that that a person doesn't really know how much love they can feel for another 
animal, a pet, that becomes their child. They, it's something like psychological, and they do say that you know when to, when you see a, from the pet owner and a pet see each other, there is that love of a of a mother and a child. There's a connection there, mm-hmm. and so I do worry about him. I do worry leaving him too long because I'm the only person that he has. I'm the only friend that he has because remember he doesn't get along with a lot of people. So I'm the really the only person that he sees. Now where I live in a duplex, I do have neighbors and they do have a dog and so I feel a little more comfortable because there's other people around. I do tend to stay out a little later. But back a couple of years ago, yeah, I wouldn't. And and then at the time, I didn't have he didn't have a dog door where he could come in and out. So I had to schedule my outings for like eight hours we could only be if we're gonna go to dinner then we're just gonna go to dinner if we're gonna go to a movie that's the only thing we can do we can't do dinner and a movie because it would be too long for him to because he would he would hold his pee or his poop he wouldn't go inside the house do you think it would make a difference if he had another dog a little friend he did have a little dog one time and he killed it he didn't kill it (laughs) but the little dog was not housebroken so he was um he would pee, and so then my dog started to pee in the house. Mm. And I, I, I'm a messy person as far as like sometimes I have clothes everywhere, makeup everywhere, but um, peeing and pooping is something I do not like. And so the minute that that started, it was over. Like the dog had to go. So I never introduced him to another dog after that. So what other questions do you have? Um, and back to the, the. I guess, and so let's say this, like, has there, I can say my relationship for my dog is like when you have a boyfriend that you love so much and they become your world and you tend to get out of life for them. So that is kind of like how I feel. But you can't do the same things with your dog that you can do with a human being. Sure, as far as not the intimacy, but you can still have but your dog can't talk back to you. Sure your he dog does. can't go and, you know. Sure he does. My dog eat can eat dinner with you or He sure does. He loves hamburgers and pizza. And you know what? You can take your dog to movies. I totally wish that my dog was well behaved and that he could go with me places. But if he were to see somebody running, he would tackle them and that's one thing that I had the liability. <clears throat> and the thing is the fearfulness that I have is that not that he would hurt somebody, but that he would hurt somebody and then they want me to put him down. Yeah. So that's my thing. You know what I think the difference is, because you mentioned it earlier, is that Zuko fills a void for you in mm-hmm. your life. Um, you know, I am lucky enough to, or blessed enough, however you want to say it, uh, to have my both of my parents mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. and to have my brother and, and my sister. Mm-hmm. And I have a good support yes. uh, from my family. Um, so even if I do feel alone, um, You're never or I don't alone. have any, because I don't have any children, I'm not married. Um, I still have the support um, and the stability of my family. Um, so having a dog for me is just something extra. Yes. Um, whereas you don't have your parents because they're both passed away. Your brother passed away, mm-hmm. so it's just you. Mm-hmm. So you do have only your dog. Mm-hmm. At I mean, now you have a new relationship, but I mean, it's not progressed to that level just yet. But right your dog is always there for you through all of those times so maybe that is one of the main differences is that's why you treat your dog differently yeah um you know you're the um, when you come home from work they greet you 
I, I talk to my dog like if he was a person. I say, how was your day? Were you good today? <laughs> and what does he say back? <laughs> He's like, roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll know what kind of day he had. Um, the Oh, the mailman came because I'll find all my mail ripped. I'd had to change my mailbox to an outside mailbox because he <laughs> was tearing up all my mail. Um, so speaking of that, <laughs> tell us about the time where you were walking him. Another little dog came and you practically fell down and <laughs> got injured <laughs> because of him. Well, there was several moments. <laughs> the, the, there was one time. So um, at there, I've had several apartments where I um, he was allowed inside, but there was not a yard for him. So I'd have to walk him. And since he doesn't go inside the, the house to poop and pee, um, I'd have to walk him three times a day. Um, and I learned a lot of lessons. You know, number one, don't wear sandals or thong shoes when you're walking your dog, especially when it's raining. Um, and don't be on the cell phone. So I was talking on the cell phone, walking with my, I had my chonclas on, and <laughs> I was um, talking on the phone. And this lady was coming, and I, and she spoke Spanish. So I, at the time, I started freaking out because I didn't know, I noticed her too late. So she's walking towards us and my dog started to get aggressive like he wanted to bite her and he started barking at her and he was pulling at me and I was trying to tell the lady but I w couldn't remember how to say it in Spanish like to wait or go around or let me move my dog and I'm talking on the phone and I'm trying to tell the person on the phone hold on or let me call you back and all of a sudden my dog just took off and he he knocked me down because like, I tried to get my grip I guess to hold on to him and I it was on the grass and it was wet. And I slipped and I landed on the, on the sidewalk with my stomach. I, all the air came out of me. I let go of the leash. He went to the, <laughs> he tacked the lady, but the oh lady had a sweater and started swatting at him. <laughs> so he never really got her. And then I couldn't even say his name or anything because I, I <laughs> lost my breath. I mean, like I literally <laughs> fell on my stomach. And so I'm like trying to call him. And then I guess I finally must have said his name. And when he looked back, he saw me on the ground. So he ran towards me and I was able to get his leash. And that was the only thing. And then, um, so of course my shoe fell off. My phone went flying. My neighbor across had saw the whole thing. And so she's like, Mija, Mija, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I hurt myself. And she's like, oh, can I help you? I go, yes, I need help. She goes, oh no, I can't go your dog. <laughs> Like okay, then just let you know, me like, die here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Call nine one one. Oh my gosh! Wow. And then we've had several times where I've taken him on the leash, and he's very good. If there's neighbors sitting out on their porch and they're just minding their own business, he is fine. Um, and I've had several times where dogs are off the leashes and they want to attack him. I don't know what it is, and um, I've had to fight off dogs. You know, kick them, and I, I, like I know. I could probably, like, you know how mothers, that mother's rage mm -hmm. or that mother's um, protection, mm -hmm. I have that for him. And so, like, I would kick the dog in the face and punch him or do whatever I could just to protect my dog. I think Zuko just walks around with attitude a lot, and <laughs> that's why dogs want to attack him. Maybe he thinks he's the, he's the, he's the bomb, chickity bomb bomb. <laughs> so I think this is a really good episode for people both who own dogs like you do, and for people who don't really have that relationship with their dog like you have to maybe understand each other a and little it, bit better. And it's really hard because I know, like you said earlier, you don't understand the love that I feel for him. Mm -hmm. And unless you're in the situation that I'm in, unless you, ha and, and, I, and I had other dogs before that I've never really felt 
that connection that I have with Zuko. Like me and Zuko, we have a connection that, like I guess I saved his life and he mm-hmm. saved mine right back. And so I'm gonna do everything in my power to protect him and keep him safe and he's gonna do everything in his power to protect me and keep me safe. And so we're like a team. And like I said, it's me and him against the world and that's how I feel a lot of the times. You know, when I get paid, he gets paid. You know, he gets, when I go to the store, he gets treats. When I go to the, and that's another thing. Uh, Like, I remember talking to you on the phone, and I'm ordering, and you're like, why are you ordering so much food? Are you getting food for your dog? And I'm all, yeah, if I'm going to get a burger, he's going to get a burger. Yes, to me, that's just insane. Like, why (laughs) would you spend money on a burger? First of all, I don't think the dog should be eating a hamburger. But secondly, why would you spend that money on your dog? (laughs) Get him dog food. Like, I don't understand. He gets dog food, but he also gets what I eat. But no. And, and my world does revolve around him as far as my grocery list because there are certain foods that he can't eat. I don't eat, like grapes, raisins. I know when we have family gatherings, you're like, give me the leftovers for my dog. And I'm like, you should eat the leftovers, <laughs> not the dog. Like, I don't understand that at all. And I know, and they're like, this is for you. Don't give any to your yes, dog. But you know he's going to eat some. Yes, so we have to tell you that. <laughs> Anyways, well, again, I'm glad that you were able to ask me your questions so that you could better understand where I'm coming from. And I do, and I, and I get that. And in the beginning, it was very hurtful because people wouldn't understand. But um, now I understand that they don't understand, and it's, I'm okay with it. Before, it would hurt my feelings, but now it's like, you know what? This is, it's my life. So now you understand when I don't invite you places? Yes, I do. That's why I'm not inviting you. Oh, but okay. now we have security, we have gates, and I'm sorry, we have uh, cameras and a dog door, so I can stay out just a little bit later now. Oh. I, can, I can come home at 1. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Until next time. Bye-bye.